On today's show, the Bulls and Thunder get back to their winning ways. Anthony Edwards lifts the Timberwolves to a comeback win over the Grizzlies, and Jalen Brunson makes an all-star statement. All of that and more on today's Locked On NBA. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On NBA. Wes Goldberg here with Adam Matas. However, you might be tuning in on YouTube, Odyssey, or your favorite podcast app. Thanks so much for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Recording this late Thursday night, got a bunch of fun games to get to, got a great show to get to. Before we talk about the biggest winners of the first half of the season, Adam, we're going to touch on four of the five games from tonight. So sorry, Sacramento and Indiana. You got the short end of the stick today. But uh, as we (laughs) tough break for them, as we go through, uh, though, I'm going to add a new wrinkle to our Friday show. And and I have not told you this ahead of time. I have a hot take for every game that we're going to hit on. So as we get to each game, <laughs> I'm going to give you my hot take for for yeah. every game. How's that sound? Right. Oh, it's, I can't wait. I don't have any hot takes, so I can't wait. Just, just the hot takes. Um, all right, let's start with the one that just ended. The Timberwolves coming back from 13 points down against the Grizzlies. They trailed after three quarters, 86 to 81, but they won it 118 to 103. And it was Anthony Edwards who carried them down the stretch, scoring 26 of his 28 points in the second half. Uh, Adam, what did you make of Ant's performance tonight? Well, he was great in the Timberwolves as a team. I thought were great in the second half, as you mentioned, and in particular in that fourth quarter. I mean, look, they have a phenomenal defense that didn't necessarily make the impact I think they expected tonight in the first half of this game. They weren't getting stops. This happens, by the way. Memphis, none of their guys really available tonight outside of Jaron Jackson, so they were extremely shorthanded. Um, and sometimes that can throw a team off. But in the fourth quarter, Minnesota clamped down. Anthony Edwards took over, and they looked good for one quarter, and that was enough to get the win. Yeah, it was a shorthanded Memphis team, and you got to credit to them for for sticking in this game. That that team is just – they're gritty. They they hang in there. They make you work for it. Uh, They've got a bunch of guys like Vince Williams and Gigi Jackson, all these guys just sort of stepping up and having their moments. But Good stories. It it was Anthony Edwards' talent that just seemed overwhelming at the end, and it was not a good first half for him. It was He had two points in that first half. He told the TNT broadcast afterwards that he came out and he just wasn't ready to play. And he had to match Memphis's energy, that they came out ready to play, and that some of his teammates obviously had more energy than he did. And he was, just, he was able to kind of flip the switch in that second half. Um, my hot take for this game, Adam, is I think it's the coolest thing I've seen all season. <laughs> when Anthony Edwards is defended by Xavier Tillman right around the foul line, Pump fakes, steps through. Xavier Tillman doesn't know what's happening because Anthony Edwards goes in basically slow motion. He kind of flies right by him. And I don't think, and I don't, Anthony Edwards scoops it, lofts it off the backboard, back to himself for a dunk through like four Grizzlies defenders. And as it's happening, Adam, I'm like, there's no way he's doing this. There's no way. And then he did it. And then he did it. And my jaw dropped. I literally, I, I was trying to stay quiet. In, in the house at basically midnight Eastern time right now. And I couldn't, I had to yelp. I just, it was unbelievable. I think it was the coolest thing I've seen all season. It, it really was. And this has been the season of off the backboard passes. I feel like we've had four or five of them this mm-hmm. year. We had, of course, when Benyama had one the other day, his was pretty cool, but this one to your point, 
Anthony Edwards didn't seem like he got that open off of it. And when he threw it off the backboard, it looked like he made a bad decision. You know, right. like, okay, he's trying too hard here. Um, but somehow threaded the needle, found the perfect sort of opening, and then got up. And I'm, and you said dunk. I'm not sure it was quite a dunk. I think it was more of a tiger dunk. Mm. You know, just barely got his fingers over the rim. But nonetheless, it looked awesome. Uh, it was incredible. And it was definitely, I don't know if it was the best highlight. What did you say? Best highlight of the year? I thought it was the coolest thing I've seen all season. The coolest thing you see. The coolest thing. Right. Yep. Right. And that was actually just the warm-up hot take. Here's my real hot take. Oh, this double hot take right off the bat. Double hot take. That's how we do it. Uh, it's the only time I'm doing it. Um, if the Timberwolves have to move on from Carl Anthony Towns at the end of the season, I'm not that concerned because they have Nas Reed. You who- you sound like Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler took to the timeline today to make that very proclamation. I don't know if you saw it. I don't. I don't. I can't say I follow Wilson Chandler on Twitter. You're not following Wilson Chandler. He's a former Nugget, so I'm following him. Uh, My guy, Wilson Chandler. Look, it is a bit of a hot take just because of the run that they're on. Yeah. You know, it's this is the tough thing. And I know Minnesota fans are going to come after you now for saying that they're the one seed in the West. And it's like, how are you trying to trade a star player? Carl Anthony Towns has sacrificed so much this year. I think he's been a phenomenal teammate in adjusting his game more than anybody else on that team. He's making the most adjustments to his game to fit in. But at the same time, you covered a team that's been to the finals. I've covered a team that's been to the finals. You know that you can see things in the regular season that even when they're a good story, it's like, yes, but is this the final form? Mm. Being the one seed is not always the final form. And I tend to agree with you as much as I love and It pains me to say it because I love everything Towns has done this year the energy he's brought to the team and everything else. But I'm with you. I just think that there's probably an it's opportunity not, for them. And it's not even an anti-cat thing. It's just you look right. at their salary cap, and if that's going to be something that the right. new ownership with Alex Rodriguez in charge, if that's something that they want to afford with the tax bill, it's going to be – if they have to move somebody, it might be Carl Anthony Towns. And if that's the guy, it kind of feels like they signed Nas Reed, although some people didn't think it was a smart decision to put even more money into that position. Almost was, a way yeah. in a preventative way to be like, if we do have to trade somebody, it's probably going to be Cat. And if we do trade Cat, we want to at least have Nas Reed as a backup. And by the way, Cat's obviously the best big man shooter in the league. Nas Reed's shooting 40% from three point range right yeah. now. Four or five and, tonight. And defense, yeah. And, and, and defensively, I like his hustle and all these things. So I, it's not even an anti Cat thing. It's just saying if you have to move on from him, I think they're going to be in pretty good hands. And obviously, whatever you get back from him. He obviously helped he, fortify he things. Was, he was great tonight. Nas Reed was phenomenal. He might have okay. been the player of the game, you know, yeah. despite Anthony Edwards going off. Kept a minute in the first yeah. half. And then the other guy I have to give a shout out to is Mike Conley. He he came in clutch with back to back three pointers in the fourth quarter that really opened up the game. He's just so steady. Obviously, everybody knows it. This team is really well constructed, and I yeah. like the way all of those starting pieces fit. Obviously, with the exception of Towns, although I like the way Towns fits too. I mean, I, he fits phenomenally, and he's adjusted his game. But I just love all how all those pieces fit. Mike Conley. Um, 17 and 10. How old is he? 36 like, or something. 36 years old, man. And he's still just doing his thing. Like he was, he was doing 10 years ago. Let's go to Utah where Shea Gilgis Alexander scored 31 points. Jalen Williams had 11 of his 27 points in the fourth quarter and the this Oklahoma City Thunder snapped the Utah, the Utah Jazz, a six game win streak with a 134 to 129 win. You said it's your favorite, uh, game of the night. Why? Because it was really well played from both teams. So I'll start with the losers first and and just say this was a great battle. Uh, I thought Fantecchio gave you good minutes. Obviously, Lowry Markkinen uh, gave you something great tonight. But Colin Sexton, that guy, he's not my favorite player. Just mold of player. I don't like undersized players. You know, I'm a little bit of a heightist 
personally. He's a little <laughs> undersized. But that guy is a 100 on the competitive scale. Yeah. He just competes, man. And tonight in the fourth quarter, there's a lot of moments where I was like, okay, the game's over. And Sexton seemed like every time I thought that made some kind of play that was, you know what? I don't know. We'll just we'll keep the door open a little bit. He's a he's an all-time competitor. Dude, I love Colin Sexton. I've fallen in love with him this season. I never really paid much attention to him in previous seasons, to be honest with you. Like I knew who he was, obviously, and he's got a good score coming off the bench. He is so competitive. He uses that muscular frame, even though he's small, to his advantage. He tries. I thought he I thought his effort in the first half in particular on Shea was really impressive. It didn't yeah. do much because Shea's just Shea. But, so you know, but I like guys that just are gonna go for it anyway. And yeah. and it doesn't yeah. phase them. And and so I've been there. Did we just find the point guard for the lockdown Friday's all-star team? It's Herb Jones. It's Jaime Akas <laughs> Jr. Did we just find our point guard? I can't. I, I, I'm giving him a shout out, man, but I can't make him okay, one of my hashtag my that. guys. I can't do it. I'll take the air horn back. I don't know how to do it, but just know that it's happening. Um. All right. So this game was great. I to, Hold on. Let's get to Thunder. We haven't even praised the Thunder. I've got like seven guys I want to shout out on the Thunder. Well, let's do that. Uh. We'll, we'll shout out the Thunder players and we'll get to my hot take about the Oklahoma City Thunder after this here on Locked On NBA. Today's episode of Locked on NBA is brought to you by our partners at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with the Locked on Fantasy Basketball host, Josh Lloyd, to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're, pre- whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week. This week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. He's got a bunch of them here listed. One of them played tonight, Gigi Jackson, who I like. Memphis needs some shot creation. Gigi can do it. He's shown flashes. He should be somebody that managers can look at and grab just for some from some additional scoring, especially as the Grizzlies seem to be doling out more minutes to him. So any thoughts on Gigi Jackson tonight, Adam? I mean, sounds like a smart fantasy pickup. That one, that one seems very smart because I don't imagine he was on a lot of rosters, but now uh, he definitely should be. Um, and Marvin Bagley, twenty uh, points yeah. tonight. Maybe you're, it's you're teasing to... the future up of the season. I can't wait. Let's go, Marvin Bagley's on Josh's list too, so don't just take it. Is from he me. really? Oh, wow. is. Wow. Yeah. All right, that one I don't know. We'll I see. can't wait to talk about Marvin Bagley more on today's episode. Don't don't turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. I just had a, an incident where I had to get a new uh, up, up uh, front right headlight reinstalled. And I didn't want to go to the dealership and deal with all that. So I went on eBay Motors and guess what? They had a bunch of them available with the repair kits all included. It was easy to pick the part that I needed and get it ordered to my house with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights roof rack bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit only available to us customers eligible items only exclusions apply thanks for making locked on nba your first listen every day locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today 
is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Let's stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder, Adam. Who are the shout-outs that you want to give? So I've really only got three. The first one is Case and Wallace tonight. 16 points, huge four or five from the three-point line, huge three in the clutch in the corner. Um, that really was maybe the most important shot of the entire game. Second one goes to Jalen Williams. Wes, you were talking about my guys earlier. Nobody on earth loves Jalen Williams more than I do. I am the number one Jalen Williams fan. I have been positive wow. all year that this guy is not like that he is a star, not just like the third member of some kind of big three or big trio, but on nights, the best. And those nights are coming more and more frequently. He was 11 of 14 tonight, had 27 points, was a plus 16, eight assists, and he dominated the fourth quarter all the way up until it was time to hand the ball off to Shea Gildas-Alexander, my last shout-out. J-Dub did most of the work in the fourth quarter, but in the very end when it got was clutch time, Shea Gildas-Alexander came up with a pair of big-time plays, big-time buckets. Um, so those three guys, man, they just were so entertaining, so incredibly clutch, and so good in this game. Jazz Jazz deserved to win. They played well enough to win. Yep. Thunder just deserved it a little bit more. They had won six straight coming in this game. The Thunder, they needed to win here, and, and uh, they got it. If you're president of the Jalen Williams fan club, I'm happy to try to be vice president or treasurer or something okay. like that because I'm I'm totally here. I tweeted it during the game. The Thunder are so much fun to watch, and I think my favorite part of every Thunder game is the start of the fourth quarter yep. where it's Jalen Williams goes to the buffet time. Yep, I love that portion of the Thunder games because he always steps up at the beginning of the fourth quarter and either extends a lead or creates a lead or gets them back into a game. He's always doing something. And it's those some things they and they'll oftentimes for the most part of those minutes they'll play Kenrick Williams at center so you he's got like the spaced out floor and he just plays this bully ball style and that's usually sort of Shea Gilgis Alexander's corner it's it's the ball handling give me space let me go to work kind of thing but when with when Shea's on the on, on the sideline and Jalen Williams is taken over for those minutes in the final period I think it's so much fun and I'm with you I think. Like this is not just some sort of tertiary member, some some bonus. Like he is a core player who is, I would bet, makes all star teams in his career. Right? Oh, I, I, would, I would 100 percent bet yeah. on that. The guy has everything you need in the modern NBA, and I'm telling you, he was the best player for the Thunder tonight, and that yeah. has happened more frequently than you would guess over the last I don't know 20 games or so. He is unbelievable, and it almost feels like he's unlocking his ceiling now. He has scored uh, 24 points in three games in a row, at least 24 points in three games in a row. So the scoring now, just the sheer production, is coming along with all these other things that we like. Um, and that brings me to my hot take. Even if we, I think we get enamored with the Thunder in general because of all the young stuff that they have, Shea being in the MVP race, all the draft picks that they come in, we're like, oh my God, they're only going to add to this. And all these, like the case, and oh, they got Case on Wallace now and all these guys. Strip all of that away. Strip all of it away. Even if you took all of the other good young players and the future draft picks out of the equation and you just gave me Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jalen Williams, and Chet, I still think every GM would take the Thunder's young core over every other young core. And that's saying, and that, that just speaks to how good those three guys have been. You could put, it's kind of funny, they, they might have like the definition of average NBA player, uh, Aaron Wiggins, on their roster. So if you just put, and no slight to Aaron Wiggins, he's, he does a great job for him. But oh, like, that was a slight, you, but it's okay. It that's was a little bit. I'm just, but I'm saying no slight, so it doesn't count. Um, okay, there you go. If you took SGA, Jalen Williams, and Chet and just put two Aaron Wiggins around that group, I think every GM would be like, that's still the best young core in the NBA. 
they regardless fit together. of all the other stuff they have. It's they not just have. that they're great. It's that they fit together and they seem to have this vibe that they're, they're on the same wavelength. Um, and that's hard to do. It's hard to get three players that fit together that are that caliber and all seem to be pulling in the same direction. So they're fun, man. Right. They're, they're really, not to tease the next segment, they're one of the best stories of the year. Uh, two more games that we want to get to here. we got a few more minutes. Let's go to Toronto where DeMar DeRozan scored 24 points against his former team. Kobe White had 23 points. The Bulls beat the Raptors 116 to 110. Do you want to talk about the game or should I just get to my hot take here? Get to your hot take. Let's hear it. All right, so here's the thing that stood out, and I love I love me some Kobe White now. He's played great for Chicago. He yeah. was playing great for the Bulls when Zach Levine was on the bench uh, or sidelined with the, the the foot injury. And Levine's been back now for a few more games, and it still kind of feels like the Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan show for the most part. Levine hasn't yeah. really stepped on any toes, and I think he's he literally stepped to... on somebody's toes tonight. By the way, rolled an ankle, <laughs> so. Just, just throwing that out. There's a weird choice of words. <laughs> he, he is literally stepping on toes, but not figuratively, which is arguably more important. Um, I think, and here's my hot take. I think Zach Levine is trying out for the Lakers. I think he knows that his time in Chicago, his days are numbered there, and that he wants to get traded because he knows he's no longer wanted there. The Bulls are moving on. It's the Kobe White era. It's the Patrick yeah. Williams era. It's that area for the Chicago Bulls. And he wants to get to the Lakers, but he knows that the Lakers are only going to take him if they know that he could play that role that he needs. So he's treating Kobe White like LeBron James. He's treating Patrick Williams like Anthony Davis. He's like, I'm just, I'm spacing the floor for you two. I'm here for that. He had uh, in tonight's game, I think he only took like seven shots. Yeah. Or something. So seven, three or seven. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's playing that complimentary role. I'll space the floor. I'll lift up from the corners. I'll do the things that I got to do. That's what I'm doing. Send me to Lakers. All right, Wes, I've been doing this show for, I don't know, six years or something like that. That's the coldest take I've ever heard. Of course he's auditioning for the Lakers. Oh, no. Everything he's doing is an audition for the Lakers. So, yes, I would agree with you. I think you're right. Um, My note on this game, though, Bruce Brown did not Mm. have to play tonight. He arrives. I think we arrived today. You know, goes through everything. Did not they didn't expect him to play? And he says, "No, man, I'm a player. I play." So refreshing in today's yeah. NBA. He goes for 15.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal. Guarded DeRozan in the in the clutch. Didn't necessarily do a great job, but took on the assignment. And then was playing the dunker spot. Was playing the screener and pick and roll. The I just love Bruce Brown, and I know I don't know what that Raptors team. And I'm probably not going to win a lot of games or anything in this while they have him. Probably move on from him pretty quickly. But I just love that dude, and it was fun to see him just do driving down that. the lane, barreling downhill on, on cuts and drives. He was stealing inbounds passes um, and, and things like that. He's just – you're right. He's just a good yeah. player. He's a great player. It was cool to see him out there. Final game that we're talking about, we go to New York where the Knicks squeaked by Marvin Bagley's Wizards, 113 to 109. Jalen Brunson was the Knights' top performer. He had 41 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists in the game, including 20 points in the fourth quarter. It was an awesome performance from Brunson. Uh, and the game itself was exciting, but I want to zoom out and take a look at the all-star voting returns that came out on Thursday, and that that's going to take us to our hot take. Brunson is six among guards in the East. Brunson should oh. be in the all-star game as a starter. Tyrese Halliburton is the number one starter in the backcourt in the Eastern Conference, and I see all the other the other guys that are here, right? Number two is Trey Young. Number three is Damian Lillard. Number four is Donovan Mitchell. Number five is Tyrese Maxey. Brunson is six among guards in the East. I don't I don't care about the voting. He needs to be second. He needs to be right there starting next to Tyrese Halliburton. He has a better case than Trey Young. He has a better case than Damian Lillard. He's got a better case than Tyrese Maxey. Him and Donovan Mitchell, yeah. if you're going to go cases, are probably right there. But what Jalen Brunson means to the Knicks, 
uh, what he's doing for a winning team, what he's been doing consistently, 41 points, eight rebounds, eight assists tonight, 20 points in the biggest moments of the game. I think it should be Jalen Brunson and Tyrese Halliburton as the starters in the East, even if the voting doesn't shake out that way. That's what it ought to be. I won't. I I don't know how much I can agree about the part about you know he's he's been better than all the guys that you listed. He might have been. What I will say is he's been more valuable to his team, and they were without him the last two games. They went one and one in the clutch of their loss. It was a tough watch. It was tough to watch that team not know what to do, and then you watch him with Jalen Brunson and they're complete. So I'm with you in so far as to say that he is on a short list of players who most matter to the success of the team that they're on. You think of Giannis, you think of Jokic, you know, you think of the MVP, Luka, the MVP type players. Brunson is Jalen like Williams. that. He's like <laughs> Jalen Williams. He is like that in terms of the impact he makes on his team. All right. Those are the games. Hold on. One last thing I got to say, oh. because we didn't talk about Pacers Kings, but I texted West maybe five minutes before we started the show, said, okay, the games are over. Let's go. Uh, let's go set up for the show. And then when I turned on the score, I saw that it was a five point game. So I don't know what happened. I watched this game. It was a very good game. Pacers surprised yep. them, surprised the Kings in Sacramento. But this was a twenty point game when I got off the text with you, and then I walked ten feet over to my computer, and all of a sudden it was a close game. So I don't know what happened, but shout out the Kings for almost yeah. coming back. Indiana wins that one, one twenty six to one twenty one. It didn't look close, like you said, for most of that close. game. And now I'm looking at the score. I'm like, did Keegan Murray just go off in the fourth quarter when we were watching? Kevin Herter had thirty one points in this game on seven made three pointers. So I think that's what happened. There you go. What happened. They worked their way. They just chucked the ball and it ended up winning. Uh, the Pacers deserve to win that game. Good for them. Um, all right, coming up, we're at the halfway point of the season. Who are the biggest winners of the first half? We we'll get to that next here on Locked On NBA. Today's episode of Locked On NBA is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With the basketball season rolling on, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from a specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made and receptions. You want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100 and get started again. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Welcome back to Locked on NBA. Thanks for making Locked on NBA your first listen every day. Well, it's Friday, which means it's time to count down to the weekend with our weekly power rankings. I'm an assistant player. I am assistant player. Our own theme music, Wes. 
if you hate it, blame Nick Engstadt, the director, the NBA director who came up with that one and made us play it. Um, power rankings. Adam, what do you have for us today? This is, we're at the halfway point of the season. So who are the top five winners? Power ranking mm -hmm. the top five winners of the first half of the season. I got two honorable mentions for you. You're going to be shocked that these are honorable mentions. Okay. Tyrese Maxey, honorable mention. Wow. He had a phenomenal first month or so, and he's been very good since. But he, it's been the Joel Embiid show for the most part, you know, over the last couple months. He's taken a lot of a backseat. So I think he's an honorable mention instead of getting it. And then I have the Boston Celtics, <laughs> the number one team in all of the NBA. Eh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Just in the, the playoffs. Look, they were supposed to be the number one team. They were, you know, uh, favorites to win it last year. So regular season success. You almost have to discount it a little bit, but they've been phenomenal. They could easily win it. But mine, I like them too much. I'm going number five, winner of the year. You don't have to like it, Wes. You're not going to like it. Uh-oh. James Harden. James, like James, you kind of like it? I I, just, I think if you're the captain of the Jalen Williams fan club, I might be the only oh. one in the building for the James Harden fan club. I like what he's done for the Clippers this year. That is a lonely uh, get-together there, the James Harden <laughs> fan club. Um, Open bar is all mine. You start off the season demanding a trade. Daryl Morey is a liar. You throw a party where they hold up signs saying that. Everything's bad. Everyone hates you. You're getting traded. Everybody's sick of you. You know what James Harden does? Gets himself into good, better situations. He always finds the ways to put Amazing. himself in a good situation. He's gone to the Clippers, and he's really been good there, and the Clippers have been very good there. We thought it could go south. It could be a distraction, but instead they're 26-14, and 14, one of the hottest teams in the NBA over the last month or so. He's a winner. Have uh, you, he's a have winner you heard of the first half of the season. Winner of the first half of the season, yeah. He's not a postseason winner just yet. Um, have you heard the story about how James Harden stays after practice to work with centers in the pick and roll? Have you heard that yet? Because I feel like every broadcast mentions it. It's a story they like to tell for sure. It's a good anecdote. Number four, Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. He's injured right now, and they did have that post-IST sort of stumble. It's the only reason he's not higher in this one. But if you were to say what one player has elevated their own status mm -hmm. the most this year, You'd have a hard time picking anybody definitively that fits that more than uh, Tyrese Halliburton. He has gone from a very good young player to a surefire cornerstone piece of a franchise and one of the best in the NBA. When when you have to start making up weird basketball reference stat head stats to frame and contextualize what it is that he's doing, and you know this as well as anybody because this is what you've been doing with Jokic yeah, for the last yeah. five years. It's like nobody's ever had like – 26 points on 85% shooting, 18 rebounds and seven assists in three consecutive games since Wilt Chamberlain. Like it's just a bunch oh. of like those weird stats. Halliburton's starting to get some of those weird stats. It's a lot of like Steve Nash things, Isaiah Thomas things. It's like, okay, okay, we're starting to get like nobody's ever had the 20 things and the 13 this and no turnovers and all that stuff. So that's always a good sign when they have to start making things up to contextualize stuff. And people are going to hate this. Indiana's winning without him. And I kind of credit him. And here's what I mean by that. He has been so good at not just what he does, but helping cultivate, not giving him full credit, but helping cultivate a personality and a style that that team now yeah. with TJ McConnell at the helm is able to kind of maintain. Everybody's unselfish. They're playing smart. They're playing fast. And make I, it so that Pascal Siakam wants to get traded there and well, resign there, right? That doesn't happen go. without Halliburton. Doesn't happen very often. Number three, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Love it. Number one team in the Western Conference. The official People team of the, our podcast, the, the official, official team, team of Locked on Fridays. Locked on Friday. They've been great. Uh, we talked about them earlier in the show, but 
it's just, again, another culture shift. You know, I've known this from Tim Conley. You know, a lot of people wondered about Tim Conley. How good is he as a GM when he was going over there? One of the things I thought was Minnesota needs a culture shift. They've never had a consistent, good culture. And that team is winning. But they also seem to just be happy. And we mm. talked about Carlton Towns buying in. That stuff doesn't come unless there's a great culture around the team. They clearly have it right now. Um, and they're they're easily winners of this uh, first half. Next one. Number two, Jalen Williams. I had to put him number two. You could easily put him Too in Halliburton. I was trying to – well, I don't know, man. I'm telling but you. He's 11 of 14 today. go over him. Ja- Jalen, you know, you're thinking about, okay, you got Chet and Shea, and then you got a bunch of other guys. Now you have a big three out there. That that was not the case coming into it. The same way with Tyrese Halliburton where we said they leveled up the way we think about him. For me, Jalen Williams is is up there now into the – is this a future – not all-star. I think all-star. I'd be disappointed if he wasn't an all-star. Right. Now I'm looking at him going, he is incredible – might be part of this big three, might have his own team someday. He's Ooh. that good. But my number one, to piggyback off of it, my number one is the Thunder as a whole. Because while I can the Thunder both of the top spots, that's how good they've been, Wes. They're number one and two. Because you could give the Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, you could talk about, okay, Jalen Williams alone would be enough for a good story. The way Tyrese Halliburton was a good story. But you also have Chet Holmgren. You got Cason yep. Wallace. You got Vasa Micic who comes over and is playing really well. That t- Isaiah Joe, who has like really yep. uh, given his career a shot in the arm, they just have so many players that are playing phenomenal. They have a- talk about good vibes. Is there a better vibe in the There's NBA than the, than the Oklahoma City Thunder? No, I was in the visiting locker room when they were in Miami the other day, and I was like, these vibes are great. Like they're they're awesome, and they're just like sort of chill, like uh, freshman dorm room vibes. They're just yeah. like before midnight, you know, where everybody's just sort of sitting around eating Domino's kind of vibes, just That's cracking a, good a beer vibe. open. It's a great vibe miss that vibe sometimes but um it's fine that you want to have the thunder in the top two spots i still think that sam presti needs to prove that he could put a championship team together it's the first half it's the first half this isn't the the, they didn't win the postseason they won the first half of the regular season fair enough fair enough very good uh well that's going to send us off into the weekend thanks for making locked on nba your first listen every day every dayers make sure you're subscribed on youtube odyssey and wherever it is that you get your podcasts Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel.